Hello and welcome to the Left Field Corner, the official podcast of the Out of Left Field Fantasy Football League. I am your host, Pret Entu, and it is Tuesday, September 4th. I hope everyone had a great long weekend. As everyone knows, yesterday was Labor Day, but it was actually so much more than that. I don't know if anybody else realizes this, but yesterday was the last Monday, the final Monday of 2018 without Monday night football. Da-da-dun, da-da-dun. <laughs> Sorry, I can't use the real thing, so that is going to have to do. All right, we've got a lot to cover in this episode. Let's dive right in. All right, let's jump into some breaking news from around the NFL. And to start, we're going to go out to San Francisco, where it was reported on Saturday that starting running back Jarek McKinnon, who was already struggling with a hamstring injury and returned on Saturday to his first full practice, tore his ACL and is out for the season. This is a huge blow to the San Francisco team, to the the 49ers, who already lost Carlos Hyde when he signed with uh, the Browns in the offseason. And so... San Francisco went out and got Jarek McKinnon. They signed him on. He was going to be their starter, and now they're without him. Um, so, and the, this really brings up some questions as far as who's going to fill in that role because now the only running backs, they also went out and signed Alfred Morris, who spent last year with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and if anybody remembers, he actually filled in as kind of part of a committee back system. There were a couple of different running backs in the uh, Dallas backfield last year, and he was one of them filling in while Ezekiel Elliott was on suspension. So the uh, San Francisco brought him in on, or in the offseason, I should say, But and they also have Matt Breida, who was there last year backing up Carlos Hyde. Uh, and played fairly well, but this is this backfield is now going to be a mess. It's not going to be fantasy relevant in any terms, as far as points, just because you know you're going to have a committee system between both these guys. Alfred Morris will probably get more goal line touches, so he'll probably be the better back to have, and Matt Breida will probably end up being a change of pace back. Neither one, I think, is going to produce many fantasy points, but if you're really desperate and you need somebody. Alfred Morris in San Francisco would be the guy to go with. But I do feel like there are other better options out there. And that leads me into the Queens team is going to need to look at these options because she has Jarek McKinnon in her starting lineup right now. Uh, One of the best options that I would look to is actually James White in New England. reason I would look to him is that New England's backfield is actually rather banged up right now. Um, They've got a couple guys with potential leg injuries too. And James White is one of two New England running backs who's currently completely healthy. So he could really come in and be a big-time player. He could get a lot of work volume if uh, New England's other running backs aren't ready to go. 
other potential candidates that I would take ahead of anybody in the uh, San Francisco backfield would be Chris Carson in Seattle or Peyton Barber out of Tampa Bay. So those are some potential guys that you could look into um, for replacing Jarek McKinnon. In other big news, the Chicago Bears acquire, acquired sorry, uh, linebacker Khalil Mack from the Oakland Raiders over the weekend and made him the highest paid defensive player in history. The reason that I'm bringing this up and this is big news is that later on in the year, if you're looking for a potential defense to fill in yours because it's on a bye week or you're just not happy with the one you had, uh, the Bears may be one to look into because they just got a lot stronger. Carson Wentz has not been cleared for contact play. He is, of course, the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, so he will not be starting in week one. Instead, Nick Foles will be under center for their Thursday night game against the Falcons. So if anybody has Carson Wentz in their lineup, probably a good idea to knock him out and either pick up Foles or put in a backup or something there. Um, the Jets obviously have had a little bit of a quarterback battle this offseason, the New York Jets. They have named Sam Darnold as their starting quarterback in week one. So this will be something to keep your eye on because Sam Darnold could be a good fantasy quarterback in the coming weeks, somebody that may get picked up off of waivers. Um, and finally, my last little bit of news is not necessarily fantasy football related, but it is pretty cool uh, since pretty much everybody in this league is a Denver Broncos fan. Uh, Philip Lindsay who used to play for the Colorado Buffaloes, has officially made the roster. He made the 53-man team. And not only did he make the team, but he reached out over the weekend to Terrell Davis, TD, and asked him if he could quote-unquote rock his number 30. Terrell Davis took to Twitter to let Philip Lindsay and everybody else know that he did, in fact, grant him permission. So, Philip Lindsay will be rocking number 30 for the Broncos this year. And Philip Lindsay's not really a fantasy-relevant back right off the, right off the bat. Um, but if uh, Derek Booker, if Booker were to go down, or uh, if he were to underperform, Philip Lindsay could fill that role later on this year. So, something to keep an eye on later on. But Right off the bat, he's not going to be a great fantasy-producing runner. That is it for news. And we now move on to an exciting segment that uh, we will definitely hit on next week a little bit more. I'm just going to give a quick rundown of this. But what we're going to hit is... The Power Rankings! Yeah, that was a little cheesy. Sorry. Um, so yeah, we're going to hit our preseason Power Rankings. Now, since the playoffs this year are only going to feature four teams, the top four teams, top half of the league is going to make it, uh, our Power Rankings are going to do the same. They're going to reflect the top four teams of that week and that 
we feel will make the playoffs. So here we go. Coming in at number four, I'm putting Wilson Maniacs. Uh, I think he had a good year last year, a little bit of an underrated team, and I think he's going to be really good. Um, I think he definitely has the potential to make the playoffs again, but winning his division is going to be a lot tougher this year. Obviously, he won the West Division last year uh, by a game because he finished 7-7 seven and seven, and then everybody else finished a game or so behind him uh, in the West. But this year, it's going to be a lot tougher, and you'll see what I mean in a second. Uh, coming in at number three, I have the Mighty Whirlwinds. You're going to hear me talk a lot about this team on this podcast because last year, uh, Team Wilson had a really rough year. It, it just didn't go well for her, and she had, I think it was the second worst differential line um, based on points for per game and points against per game of all of the teams. The only team that was worse was Team Toth. The reason I'm bringing this up is because I think she's going to do a complete 360, complete turnaround. This is this team is going to be good. I mean, really, when you look at it, she's got four top-tier running backs, two breakout-primed wide receivers, and the league's best defense. This is going to be a team to reckon with, for sure. And the best part is, my third and fourth teams here meet up in week one. We'll get to that in a moment. Coming in at number two, I have the defending champs. We are Groot. It's really hard to repeat in any sport, but fantasy football is maybe one of the hardest just because, you know, players can be so inconsistent year to year. You can have great players one year that don't perform as well the next. I think We Are Groot had one of the best keeper classes. I think her three keepers were very, very strong, and I think she built a really strong team around them this year. This is possibly looking to be one of her best teams that she's put together, and if they can stay healthy, she's going to be a championship contender again, for sure. And coming in at number one, I have Project Mayhem. It might surprise some people to find out that Project Mayhem, despite being knocked out in the first round of the playoffs by the sixth seed, or fifth seed, sorry, um, psych you out, Project Mayhem finished second across the board statistically last year. Uh, points for, points against, averages of those two, and then differential. I mean, across the board, finished second. He had a really strong keeper class, and I think he built a stronger team around them this year than he had last year. So going into the preseason, those are my top four. But like I said, we haven't seen any real action. We don't know what this is going to look like. It could look completely different next week. Um, so we'll dive a little more into that next week. But that's just a quick, brief overview of our pre of the preseason power rankings. Um, and next, I want to move into... I want to talk a little bit about our week one matchups and make some predictions here. Uh, but first, there were a few changes to the divisions this year. Obviously, it's no longer East and West. It's now Check Swing and Pop Fly. And every home team each week receives a home team advantage of five bonus points. So if you actually go either on the line, um, sorry, online or in the app, you can actually see 
who is the home team because it's already filled in who's got an automatic five points right off the bat. That being said, uh, let's move into taking a look at some of these week one matchups. The first one is the Mighty Whirlwinds at Wilson Maniacs. Both these teams are in my preseason power rankings. I think they're both really good. The line right now is seven in favor of Wilson Man, according to the ESPN Fantasy app. But I think that the whirlwinds will prove to be too mighty in week one. That was a bad pun. I'm going to move on from that. Uh, next up, We Are Groot is at Miller Time. The line here is just over 13 points uh, in favor of Groot. And I'm going with the line on this game. I think the defending champs pick up right where they left off last year. And for our next two matchups, we move into our division matchups. Um, out of the Czech swing division, we have the Queens team at Project Mayhem. Now the line here is is pretty bloated. The line is just over 33 points in favor of Indy, or sorry, Project Mayhem, but you know, if you really look at this, um, the Queens team is, uh, she doesn't have a full lineup. She, she needs to put, she needs to swap out a running back and she may make a few changes. I don't think this game, it's, it's going to be a lot closer. Let's say it that way. It's going to be a lot closer than you think it's going to be, but I still think it's going to be mayhem. If you know what I mean. And if you don't, I'm choosing Project Mayhem to win this game. All right, and last but not least, from the Pop Fly division, we have Psych You Out at Questionable Decisions. Now, the line here uh, is less than two points. I mean, it's gone down significantly. Um, well, it hasn't gone down significantly, but it's it's tiny. And I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think it's going to be decided within five points. Uh, but I do feel that this game will psych you out in the end. Because you know that I know that I'm not telling the truth. And you know that I know that I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, jeez. Okay. That was, that was terrible. I'm very sorry for that. Um, moving on. Pretending that didn't happen. All right, that was a lot to cover, um, and I covered it quickly, mostly because I don't have anybody to deflect this off of right now or slow me down, so sorry if I talk too fast for anybody. Good news is I will have somebody throughout the year stopping in a co-host of sorts uh, to do this with me, to do this podcast with me, um, and his name is Nosam Ting, and all I can say is don't judge a book by its cover. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, another cool thing coming up next week, we're going to have our very first manager interview. So we're going to manner we're going to interview every manager in the league on this podcast. And uh, next week we're going to be starting with the defending champions because that is only right and is only fair. Uh, the defending champs, we are Groot. Christy Hurst will be here. And we're going to interview her. And that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, looking, Definitely looking forward to that. 
So the final thing that I want to close this podcast out with is our poll question. I'm going to try to do this every week. I'm going to make a poll question. Um, I'm going to pose a poll question. We're actually going to post it online and in the app. That way, you know, everybody can go in and vote on it. Um, I think that'll be really fun. If anybody has any ideas for potential um, poll questions throughout the year, please feel free to email the league manager, Michael Hurst, uh, mvhurst at yahoo.com, or send him a text message with your idea for the poll question. My very first one, it's going to be an easy one. I just kind of want to know what you guys feel. Um, How many games will the Denver Broncos win this season? I'm going to give you four options here, okay? Um, And just pick the one that you think they're going to finish closest to. Um, This doesn't necessarily mean you think they're going to finish with exactly this many games. Just how well are they going to do? Um, Are they going to win seven, nine, 11, or 13 games this year? So like I said, this will be available online and in the app. And if you have any questions on how to access any of that, reach out to your league manager. He'll be happy to help you. Um, And that will be up online as of today. So that wraps up our first week. There was a lot to cover and this will get a little bit smoother throughout the year. It's a very first one. It was a lot of fun. Um, I wish everybody the best of luck in week one. And until next week, we'll see ya.